Rockin' Ricky in the morning. Hey, folks, Rockin' Ricky Latrell wishing you a good morning. Time for traffic on the 8th, so buckle up, because it's a doozy out there. We got a lane blocked on San Saba Avenue between Poplar and Encino. Look for a detour south of Grady, and watch out for the I interrupt your regularly scheduled broadcast with a message for the curious, the confused, and the confounded. You are not alone. I see it too. Something isn't right in Hexed, Texas. All my hexes live in Texas. Where something dark has broken free And all of these hexes still in Texas Old Hexed is a place you shouldn't be The door to Delilah's apartment closed behind you. And as you make your way down the side steps to the building, you see a very familiar person outside of Delilah's shop, peering in, his lit cigarette in hand, in his white linen suit. And you see that Shrimpy also appears to be here checking on Delilah. Oh, um, good morning, Angel. Oh, Miss Larson, what a pleasant surprise. I haven't seen you in... Well, it must be on a week now. Yeah, there was a thing that went around, got kind of sick after margaritas. Um, you had a, a normal week? Such a relative term. I will say that it was a week filled with much speculation, a little bit of research, and I did consult with some friends about the individual that we saw you vanquishing, I suppose is the correct term, underneath the bridge. I wanted to check for liability. Pretty uh, pretty slow week for a lawyer, huh? Well, most weeks in Hext are relatively slow. Do you think we're going to get a settlement from the city? Is that... <laughs> no, I was a little <laughs> more concerned as to whether you might have broken some law or... If there were some explanation, some way to defend the behavior that you partook in, which to a non-informed bystander would look like four adults attacking a woman in the water? Uh, yeah, I guess that's fair. With a very large sword. I mean, I, I guess if someone is missing their horse monster, then... You know where to send him. It's funny that you should say that. <laughs> uh, because I have had contact with some people who are rather, shall we say, miffed at the actions of your small group. And I have been asked to serve as an intermediary of sorts. Why, why don't we take a walk, Charlie? Okay. So... I'm sure that you had no idea exactly what it was that you were doing when you attacked, what did you call her? A horse monster. The horse monster yeah. underneath the bridge. No, actually, that was my undergraduate degree was in fighting river monsters. So it's actually... Oh, oh, oh. oh you're <laughs> so amusing. You... Oh, oh, oh. <sighs> I'm filled with barrels of laughter. Let's just say that uh, there's a bit of a balance that has been upset. And I represent individuals who would like to determine whether or not your intention, what your intentions were in destroying said person. Gosh, this is just a weird day for me in authority. Uh, Angel... I don't really like all this clandestine please, shit. Please call me Shrimpy. I like to consider us friends. I spoke to said people on your behalf and said that Charlotte Lawson would never do anything with malicious intent. Shrimpy, friend of mine, who are these people you're working for? Well, let's call them the Hexed Historical Society. No, let's call they're, them by their names. They're... <laughs> 
Now, I cannot disclose my clients to you. Historical society is a terrible name for a secret society. I don't give the monikers. I merely pass them on to you. And there is a certain amount of attorney-client privilege that is involved here. Why don't you manipulate someone? Okay, that's a six plus two. An eight? Yeah. Here's what I can do for you, Charlie. Perhaps I will talk to my client and we can set up a face-to-face. If they are amenable, perhaps this evening. Do you have any plans? No, I think my coffee date with the men in black isn't until tomorrow. So yeah, sure. Secret society tonight. Sounds great. (laughs) Totally fine. Totally normal weekend for me. I guess they're not going on the hog hunt then, huh? Uh, no. No, we will not be participating. They will not be participating in that barbarism. Sure. Excellent. I will send you some details. Do you think they'll be um, amenable to a public place? I can always float the idea. I mean, the trading post is always a good place, but maybe Delilah... No, the trading post is not a good place. Well, I mean, their sandwiches aren't good, but like... No, I'd, I'd prefer not to. Okay. Uh, maybe Delilah would let us meet in her shop or something, so it's No, less... I'd prefer not to do that either. Um, well, you have a lot about... of opinions for maybes. How about uh, the barn grill across the street? Okay, that sounds fine. Yes, yes, the broken bottle. We'll see you there. At the very least, I will be there. Seven o'clock promptly. Okay. I guess uh, I'll just add that to my day planner. I'll see you at seven. And uh, no margaritas this time because of the... Were you hungover? I feel like they were strong margaritas. I have a very high tolerance for alcohol. Of course you do, yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. But thank you for checking on whether or not I had a hangover. I do appreciate it. I mean... We're See, friends. I knew so. that you were one of the good ones, Charlotte. Charlie's going to send a group text. Yeah. Yeah. Got a date. Since Lenore does finally have a little bit of downtime, she'd like, she wouldn't like. Um, <laughs> Lenore doesn't she, like anything. Lenore! <laughs> a frowny face of a woman. <laughs> I would like to give Sheriff Smith a call on his cell. Because mm. she did promise Aaron. So you call, and the sheriff answers, and he says, Well, hello, Lenore. I'm glad to see that you must be feeling better. Sheriff, uh, yeah, I am. Thanks for asking. Hang on, let me do that intro again. Sure. Go for Smith. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> sheriff. Oh, I knew it was you, Lenore. I just thought maybe one day I'd make you laugh. Ah. Uh, Maybe one day. This is why Lenore is everyone's favorite. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just wanted to let you know, sir, that I'm on the mend. I appreciate you making sure everything ran smoothly in my absence. Oh, yeah. Um, Shrimp has said you were real bad off, so I'm glad that you're doing better. Oh, yeah, that's right. I did ask him to tell you that sure was thoughtful. Yeah, he said you were feeling shrimpy. real, real bad. Couldn't even answer the phone. Said there was like laryngitis and the flu. Sounds terrible. It was, but all fixed up, right as rain, ready to hunt. And uh, I oh, even, Lenore, you you don't have to go on the hunt. Oh no, I want to, Sheriff. I mean, it's it's practically a team outing, and you know how important it is to me. To be part of the team. And I even um, trying to foster some interdepartmental friendliness. And, you know, Aaron from the EMS is a real good shot. And he sure would like a spot on on the team. Well, I suppose, I guess. If you want to come, that's fine. I didn't much take Aaron for a, a hunter. But if he wants to come too, that sounds all right, I guess. Yeah, it seemed real exciting. Um, mm-hmm. Everyone's meeting up at the entrance. We're all going to park over by the Presidio in the old parking lot on the, oh, nature, yeah. on the nature Preserve. Yeah, okay. So just drive your truck on up there. All right. And uh, be sure to bring a flashlight uh-huh. or if you've got a night scope. Oh, no, yeah. You're going to need something heavy to, you know, pierce a boar skin. And um, 
All right. So we said about sundown. Yeah, we'll all be meeting at sundown. You know, it's not any fun to go hunting if, you know, it ain't dark. You can see where you're doing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so one Anyone of the rangers. Wearing safety gear? Anybody got signals to uh, let them know where they are? Well, I've got it all coordinated so that everybody can go off in different directions. Uh-huh. And uh, so nobody will get out of their zone. And uh-huh. uh, I'm bringing along some radios so that y'all can talk to each other. Uh-huh. All right. Well, it sounds like you got it all figured out. I don't think anything could possibly go bad, sir. Just wear some, you know, fluorescent, reflective clothing. You know me. I do like my brightly colored outfits. Excellent. Um, By the way, Lenore, you've been real missed down at the department. We missed you. And don't worry, I put in those hours for last Saturday. I do appreciate your flexibility. You're welcome. I guess it's my job. Yeah, you got something on your mind, Sheriff? Nope. Nope. I just, you know, glad you're feeling better. Yeah, me too. I'll see you tonight, all right? See you tonight. All right, take care. Hangs up. Everybody is acting weird. Mm hmm. I think it's pod people. I think it's pod people. Uh, I'll, I'll let Aaron know he's got his invitation. What? So much you happy. So much sad. <laughs> no one can be Every time trusted. I look over there, Sarah's like, <laughs> that's just my face. It's, <laughs> it's a thoughtful Her, face. No matter how you look at Sarah, she's always. <laughs> <laughs> I'm staring at you straight on. How are you doing this? It's, weird. <laughs> it's like the portrait with the eyes. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a weird twist on the Mona Lisa. Where it's just constantly skeptical and sarcastic. Yes. Yeah. That is the Mona yes. Lisa. I mean, she's pretty sarcastic. That's true. No, I'm just my my figuring things out face. Yeah, okay, okay. Some mysteries afoot. I'm uh, gonna let Aaron know that he should bring his own first aid equipment. That's for sure. <laughs> and maybe I don't know. You know, speaking of plots, you guys are just heading out to get murdered. A body, <laughs> a body bag, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> something yeah. easy B-Y-O-B. to carry. Be zip yourself <laughs> into it. Works. Some trouble. Yes. No, Pop bring your own body out. bag. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so you spend the rest of your day just doing your job. You've kind of put out the one fire. Everything you learn from everybody else is basically mirroring what Miguel told you. You were a little off for a week. You were unkempt. You were less like yourself. But everyone assumed it was because of the new drill that you were putting in. When you arrive at your trailer, you see that the door is cracked open. Okay. Highly unusual. Yeah. Ochoa is very careful in his routine, and he's certainly careful about locking his front door. All right. No other cars parked in front of the uh, trailer, I assume? There are cars that are parked in the in the ring of trailers because yeah. there's other people who live on the property. Yeah. There are a few that you don't recognize, but people are in and out. Workers are in and out all the time. Okay. Um, some people come and work for two weeks, and then they go home for two weeks, and then they come back. Like The shifts are very strange depending upon how long somebody wants to commit to be there. So there are a few cars that you do not recognize, but that's not abnormal. Okay. Are any of the neighbors around? Can you, can you see if anybody is in their yard or moving no. in the windows of their homes? Nope. Nobody around. Okay. All right. So he's going to park his truck. Ochoa is going to reach into his glove box where he has a nine millimeter. Okay. And he's going to take that and he's going to put it in his, his pants in the back. And he is going to reach for his makwa wheat. Mm-hmm. And he is going to get out of his truck. And he's going to look carefully around the house to see if there's any signs of any other forced entry. Why don't you do read a bad situation? And that's what we're going to do. All right. So this is going to be a plus one with sharp. Yeah. So we're going to get a solid. I rolled a five. So plus one is a six. So that's not going to work. It'll okay. be market experience. Please I'm getting do. used to this. Wow. You're getting some bad rolls. Have you got new dice yet? These are brand new dice. Jeez. Okay, so you don't see anything else. Uh, you, you sort of, I guess, make your way up to the door and you see that somebody is sitting in the, the very small living room that you have, sitting on one of your chairs. And this person is in full ceremonial garb for the Order of the Winged Serpent, including mask. Uh-huh. All right. So Ochoa is going to 
step into his trailer and he's going to pull the door closed behind him and he's going to quickly scan the room, make sure that there's nobody else in the room and then he's going to stare straight at this person and say, who are you? The person replies and you can see they've put something to sort of garble or disguise their voice Mm -hmm. in the mask itself. Mm -hmm. They reply to you in Spanish and they say, um, Hola, Alejandro. I have come to tell you that you are summoned. We have a ritual tonight that you must be a part of. We have already spoken to your uncle. He says that you have been initiated enough into the order to participate. Hmm. I see. And where exactly is this ceremony supposed to take place? Oh, it's somewhere you're quite familiar with. The train station above Pegley Crossing. I see. And uh, is my uncle going to be participating in this? He is still in Mexico. Unfortunately, he is unable to do so. But you are welcome to call him to verify. I may consider doing that. Come in your full ceremonial garb. The rest of Hext will be distracted enough to not notice your absence tonight. Very well. Is there uh, anything in particular that I should do to uh, prepare for the ceremony? Fast until midnight and arrive before 11. I am curious. What plans does the sect have for me? Now that they are bestowing this great honor upon me, what will I be put in charge of? You will be doing what you have already shown that you are capable of doing. You will be driving out the filth that infests this land. The inhuman filth. Very well. Whatever the order needs, you know that I am committed, body, mind, and soul. That is good to hear. We will see you tonight. Once you have fully participated in the ritual, you will be placed with a local mentor of sorts who will guide you and help you to fulfill our orders. Very well. I thank you for your visit, and I will look forward to seeing you tonight. He nods his head and steps out of the trailer, and you see him get into one of the new cars mm-hmm. and drive away. Sure, I would like to call his uncle. Okay. So you call your uncle, mm-hmm. and he answers, and he says, uh, Alejandro, it's good to hear from you. Yes, Theo. Uh, I am sorry to bother you. I've got a... A situation here in our wonderful little town of Hext, and, uh... Yes, yes, I hear congratulations are in order. Ah, uh, yes, uh, what can you tell me about that deal? Read me what the mentor says. I want to make sure that you get to use this move to the best of its ability without spoiling things. It says, so mentor, you have a mentor in the sect. When you contact your mentor for info, you roll plus sharp. On a 10 plus, you get an answer to your question, no problem. On a 7 to 9, you choose. They're either busy and can't help, or they answer the question, but you owe a favor. Okay, do that. Hang on, hang on. Dice tray. Try the dice tray. Maybe that'll help you roll better. All right, and this is uh, plus sharp. Come on. Yeah. Nice. That's that's an 11. Awesome. On a 10 plus, I get an answer to my question, no problem. He's going to answer your question then. So your question is, what is this and what's, what's happening? yes. What is the significance of the ritual? What, what does this mean for Ochoa? He says, because it is so near to the time, I do not think it will do any harm to tell you that you have been chosen. Do you remember the stories I told you about how we believed that there would be someone to come and battle the servants of the dark goddess? Of course, Theo, it is the foundation of our order. It is who we are. We are the guardians of truth, and we must beat back this evil. When you went to Hext, I let the local chapter know that you were coming, and you were presented with a test, and you passed with flying colors, and they believe that you may in fact be this person. I see. That is a supreme honor, Theo. I am am truly flattered. You know me and you know my capabilities. All training and honor goes to you, so uh, I will do what I can. I will make you proud, Theo. I have no doubt of that, Alejandro. 
Just remember that your dedication must never waver. And now that you are going to be a full initiate to the order, you must keep its secrets. I understand. From everyone. Yes, I understand. There will potentially be things you will not even be allowed to tell me. But it is all for the best. Very well. Very well. Theo, I do have one other area of concern, and it is uh, there are several of us here in Hex who have experienced something that seems to have supernatural origin. We have uh, experienced a loss of time. I specifically have lost a week, and I have learned that by looking at some video footage at work that uh, I saw myself doing things that I do not remember. I mentioned this to you because I believe it could be a factor, and if I am to become what you want me to become, I need to make sure that my mind is clear. The timing of this just seems very strange right now. I, uh, what can you tell me about loss of time? The Order is very aware of what you experienced. I cannot speak for your friends, but I know that they told me that they took excellent care of you, and that is when you passed your test. Is the Order responsible for my loss of time? They say they are not. They merely took advantage of the opportunity to have you take the test to determine whether or not you were worthy for this great honor. And you passed. Do not worry about the time that you have lost, Alejandro. You have gained so much more. Very well, Theo. Uh, I trust you. You have always been there for me. I simply hope that this test, whatever this test was, was done with the best intentions in mind. I hope I did not hurt anybody. You performed admirably, and you did what the order needed done. That is all you need to know. Then it must have been the right thing to do. Absolutely. All for the order, Theo. All for the order. Hey folks, Rockin' Ricky Latrell here. Thanks for listening to All My Hexes on WHXT. Want to hear more? You know you do. Check them out on social media and Patreon at Hexed Podcast. That's H-E-X-T Podcast. Or email cast at hexedpodcast.com. All My Hexes is recorded live at Nightwatch Games, San Antonio's premier Gamma award-winning game and hobby store. So if you're looking for a new game to add to your collection, or you're shopping for your next Ren Faire costume, or you're just looking for a group of players for your favorite game, check out Nightwatch Games, where adventure awaits. So, Lenore, Mm -hmm. you have been going through papers for hours. And when you finally look at your clock, you see that it is approaching seven. Hmm. Why don't you give me an investigative mystery check and let's see if you found anything good. Yes. Um, that's a six plus two or an eight, which means... You can ask me one question. What happened here? What sort of creature is it? What can it do? What can hurt it? Where did it go? What was it going to do? What is being concealed here? So what you have been investigating mm-hmm. is the 1940s, the disappearance of Mrs. Hext, Mrs. Jeremiah Hext. Yes. Does what happened here, is, is that? Sure. So as you're going through, you find an article. Mm-hmm. It was an interview done by Leo Hack with Mrs. Jeremiah Hext. And she is describing how she went out for drinks one night with her husband at the new restaurant there in town. What's the date on the paper? September 7th, 1947. Is the article list the name of the restaurant? Um, we'll call it The Wagon Wheel. Okay. And she saw her husband after dinner. She saw him to the train station. He was leaving on business. And she went home. And when she woke up, one week later, she found that her baby was missing. Sheet. No one had seen her for an entire week. And she had vague memories of claws and large eyes. There was an investigation into the missing child. He was never found. Did uh, Leo have an opinion? Does the article express an opinion? No, the article does not have an opinion. 
Is that the only piece of news that I find? That is the only piece that you find today. Okay. Well, it's getting late. So it I think is. Lenore's going to try to tackle the issue of the locked door. Okay. So, um. The locked door mystery. That was her foot. Solved my door puzzle. <laughs> so you walk over to the door, then you look at it. You're like, oh my gosh, how am I going to get out of this door? And then you see that there's a bolt on the inside that you can just turn and open the door because most doors, you know, you can Lock open from them from the, the inside. Yeah. Did you do a detect traps or did you, did you, yeah, check for traps? <laughs> yes. Your seekers. No. Uh, my skill to agree. You have no, you have Came no problem here. getting out. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Pull instead of a push. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a door. I'm not. I'm not logging you in. Logging you in. Not yet. I'll give you guys another chance for that some other time. I'll save that. Okay. Um, Um, Has Aaron responded about the hunt? Yes. Aaron sends you a text and says, "On my way to the police station. See you there. Happy face. Happy face. Happy face. Happy face." And then there's a picture. And it looks like it's been taken from somebody's webcam and it shows raccoons riding on the backs of hogs. <laughs> and he says, see, they're out to get us. And he's been sending you all kinds of strange stuff the entire shift. There's not a lot to do most of the time. No, you're right. Yep. Why is he so cheerful? You know, why is Lenore so dour? Like, I don't know. Everyone has personalities. Her family's dead. <laughs> <laughs> well you asked mostly done mostly, mostly dead. dead aww I will guess I'll start heading down to the police station okay so Aaron meets you there you jump in his truck you and Aaron are heading to the Woodhouse Nature Preserve and you park in front of the Presidio you see that Jimmy's already there you see a person standing with him who you assume must be his father. And okay. Jimmy looks more nervous than probably any time you've ever seen him, even when he's been talking on the phone to his mom. Hmm. And you see that it's you and Jimmy and Jimmy's dad and Aaron. Mm-hmm. You see that Deputy Reynolds is there and she seems to be taking charge of everything. Okay. And there's a couple of other random folks from town that you don't really know. Just like people who work on the rigs. How many people are in the sheriff's department? Surely it's more than just the sheriff and the deputy. That's all who showed up. Okay. So like there's less than a dozen people. Mm Mm-hmm. Cool. And standing next to Deputy Reynolds, looks like they're going over a map together, is what appears to be a park ranger. What would you like to do? You've been reunited. Reunited. <laughs> uh, I'm not going over there. Do you guys just want to like walk straight into the dark woods and use your guns, or <laughs> just end? Just go. Just end, end it. it. Just end it. <laughs> just just kill my Just kill my character. <laughs> Nav and I were just saying, it's like, yeah, we just need to bring our own body bag. Just zip it up with us inside. It just <laughs> it's like you can't fire me. I quit. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So Aaron comes over to you, Jimmy, immediately and is like, hey, Jimmy, how's it going? Uh, it's going great, Aaron. Haven't seen you in a minute. I know. I've been telling Lenore. Well, on the whole way over here, I've been telling Lenore about how we all need to hang out more. And I just feel like, you know, we had such a bonding moment when we were over there. In, and he looks at your dad and he goes, and the, <coughs> uh, in the trading post y- and yeah. having pie. And that was amazing pie. Yeah, and, it was. Um, you know, it Real. was killer. It was killer pie. Killer, killer pie. pie. Real and, killer. Um, <laughs> How you doing, Mister Bagley? You look like you're real. You re- look doing real good. Um, this is the moment I've been waiting for. When you do one accent to talk to yourself in another accent. Oh, and a highly optimistic character to like. <laughs> Yes! The strictest. Mr. Piercing (laughs) Eyes, Big Burly, Mr. Bagley. (laughs) So, uh, your pa turns and he says, Mr. Matthews, good to see you, I suppose. Jimmy? Yes, sir. You got those rifles already? Yes, sir. You got the scope? 
Yeah, yeah uh, multiple scopes. Yeah, four times. The night vision scope. Oh, uh, that one too. Yes. The one I told you to pack. Yes, sir. The one I told you not to drop. Just like the other expensive scopes. Yes, sir. All right. Now, you children <laughs> better stay close. <sighs> there it is. What other child is there? Oh, he's looking at Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> cool. And Aaron's like, is, yeah, hold is Aaron. Like late 20s, early That's 30s. That's what I was No, picturing. Aaron went to school with you. Oh, okay. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, geez. Yeah, Aaron went to school with you. I didn't. So oh. is Aaron like 2021? 20, yeah. Or? Okay. Oh. Aaron's like 21. Just a couple classes ahead of me. I yeah. thought he was a lot older. Yeah, me too. No. I mean, not a lot older, but like 10 years yeah. older. Yeah. Okay. Good no to wonder know. Lenore finds him so insufferable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah no, this, this is making so a lot more sense. Yeah. Okay. Aaron goes, just another Jimmy. They're all Jimmy's. Generation Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> so, so tell me, Jimmy, I've been trying to get a hold of Lenore for like a week and I hadn't heard anything. And so then I tried to text you, but then I got this text back like I called and I think it was your mama answered and <sighs> your mama was like, you can have found me. I don't know what you call my son. And then I was like, um, listen, he is a grown man. You should give him back his phone. And oh, um, no, that's why she, she added said, more time. She said that she was going to find out where I live. <laughs> yeah. And she would. And you hear your dad kind of like chuckling in the, <laughs> in the front of the pickup. And so anyway, like, like, um, I don't think Lenore's ever been on the hog hunt. I had to like, you know, give her a gun. So we're going to have to just kind of like keep an eye out for her. And, um, you know, she acts like she's all tough, but I tell you what, she was wearing like these bunny slippers this morning. No. She was wearing these bunny. Yeah. There, no way. Did yeah. you have a picture? I tried. I was going to, but she wouldn't open the screen and then she was all cranky and well, oh, like oh, Lenore. hi, Lenore. Oh, hi. <laughs> So I was just telling Jimmy about how I was so looking forward to this hog hunt. You think you're so funny, Aaron. No, I I really don't. I just, I just regular, regular guy. (laughs) So anyway, um, why do, why do we just do a, a refresher on gun safety, huh? Right. So, um, this here is called a safety. Uh huh. And so don't ever point a gun at somebody. Okay, fast forward. <laughs> I got this bit. Um, always be sure, like, when you're hunting hogs at night, you're going to, like, you need to either use a flashlight or you're going to have to use, like, a scope, a night scope, because right. they get up into the monte, right? And um, want the headlights. The headlights? Yeah, from, from the truck. I mean, isn't it going to show the shine? the truck into the... Wait, Are you silly? Wait, we're, we're not taking the truck... Hog hunting. Have you ever been hog hunting, Jimmy? Yeah. But then we'd be on the ground. <laughs> well, that's usually, yeah. You, you want to get away from the hogs and you just right, chase you them and, and cull them as fast as you can before they all get away. Right. They're right in packs. But the monte is way too thick. So if we're going to go hog hunting, you can't just take your truck through that. It's just going to get stuck. Oh, boy. I'm beginning to think you haven't been hog hunting. Did no one bring an ATV? Well, you're not allowed to use ATVs in the state park. That's why there's a whole group of us going. We're going to fan out. We're going to find the hogs. We tell each other where the hogs are. And then we come in and we try to like pincer and like shoot the hogs. So we're going to walk through the woods in the dark alone. Well, not alone. You'll be in pairs. Uh-huh. Usually small groups. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And just hope we don't get shot. Well, everybody's going to be communicating with each other. With these radios? Yeah, huh? Because radios work so well in Hexed. Yeah. Yeah, Lenore, can I get you over here for a second? Yeah, um, I'm having some seconds. I'm not feeling so good. Um, no, uh, yeah, let's just, you know, let's get you over here, get you pet talk. Are you too nervous? Don't worry, I'll take care of you. Oh, oh, okay. Mm, mm, mm. (laughs) Yeah, um, be, be right back, Aaron. Yeah, be right back. I don't got a real good feeling about this, Jimmy. I mean, maybe you should sit this out. I don't know. Like, this doesn't seem safe. Lenore, just this would be the time I say this, I guess. But I trust you. Oh. I I know. But um, if we're going to 
I feel like this, we need to see what's going to happen here. So if we're going to do this, maybe we should have each other's back. Like go as a pair. I guess, Jimmy, but I don't, sure I've shot a rifle who hasn't shot a rifle, but I'm not great at it. I think we just probably need to keep more of an eye open than. Yeah, I'm not real excited to kill anything. Well, they're big, mean, some bitches, but. Odds are that's probably not the objective. Yeah. If you if you get what I mean. So Yeah. All if, right. if you come across something and it looks a little angry, then you make sure it doesn't hurt you. But we're gonna go into this and make sure that we know the other person that is at our back that right. is not gonna put a knife in it. Nah. Or two warning shots. Nah, I like my knife. All right. So okay. we good? We Let's good? You feeling better? No. Quotes. Yes. Okay. No. Go all on. right. So Aaron comes up to you all and he says, all right, I got us our map. I got a map and I got flashlights. And uh, so uh, since y'all are new, I'm going to go with y'all. Right. Um, didn't you say something about pears? Or- yeah. I thought- well, I know, but Deputy Reynolds is a little concerned. She says that two new people shouldn't be paired off together. So don't Damn worry, it. though. I'll take care of y'all. Reynolds being rational. I've hunted. See, up when here. you say you'll take care of us, that sound a little foreboding to you, Aaron. Well, only if you're super paranoid, Lenore. Do you want me to say it in a different way? I will make sure that you get back safely, and you don't get mauled by no hog. So yeah, come on, let's go. Let's go a hog hunting. Oh, alrighty. Oof. Charlie, you arrive a little early mm-hmm. at the Broken Bottle, and you sit down at one of the booths, mm-hmm. and one of the owners comes up and brings you you know, a menu and all of that, and you order some food. And about a half hour later, you see Shrimpy walk in, and he kind of looks around, and the rest of the entire restaurant is empty. It's just you and Clara and Bettina, the two ladies who run the uh, shop. Mm-hmm. You see him peek his head in, kind of waves at you, and he looks out and he does a head motion to the street. And you see in comes, it looks like the littlest, oldest lady you have (laughs) ever seen in your life. Okay. And she makes her way over to you. So this lady sits across from you and she says, Charlie Larson, I knew your aunt very well. It's a pleasure to meet you. She always thought so highly of you. Hmm. Thank you. Um, who might I have the pleasure of speaking to? My name is Esperanza Sanchez, and I have come to you on behalf of the Hext Historical Society is our official name. And I just would like to hear what in the holy hell it is that you and your friends think that you're doing in our town. Well, we all kind of moved here for different reasons, I think. Actually, Jimmy's lived here his whole life. Uh, If you knew Aunt Viv, you know why I'm here, I guess. So it hasn't been that long. I don't know why Lenore came. She's kind of mysterious. I don't mean that. I mean, why are you attacking creatures that are far older and far more powerful and have far more purpose on this earth than you? Why would you do that? I think that's a little presumptuous. You don't really know me, but look, it's been about a week since I knew that, you know, monsters are real or whatever, and I'm still not like totally on board with that. But the the deal is that people were getting hurt. So, you know, and it kind of just fell into our laps and then we I guess just started looking into it. So if people are getting hurt and it's something that we can do something about, it just seemed like the right thing to do. Hmm. So you thought that you were helping people. Well, I know that I was helping people. Interesting. Well, the next time you decide to help someone, maybe gather a little more information first. Because what you killed was a guardian of this town and has lived here for almost 100 years. Hmm. Just like with the casual price of a couple of teenagers a year or... If the donkey lady attacked someone, regardless of age, 
I would say that that person or persons were a threat to this town and didn't belong here. So supposing that we find more monsters or guardians or whatever's, uh, where would uh, where would we go finding this kind of information? Have you opened the door underneath your aunt's trailer yet? I think Charlie like loses all the blood in her face. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a yes. Um, much of the information that you require would be there. Your aunt was a very knowledgeable woman. She was, in her own way, a protector of this town. So I would say you have no farther to go than your own home to find the knowledge you seek. Do you know what's coming this week? Coming this week. Something's threatening the dance, we think. Why would you think that? I got my sources, just like you got yours. Hmm. Well, if you're serious about this, then I will look into it. I would help to know where it came from, this information. But if something is threatening the dance, we at the Hexed Historical Society take that very seriously after last time. What happened last time? Something very evil was defeated, but had unintentional consequences. When was that, though? 1999. Hmm. Okay, so um, a lot of weird stuff this week. Um, are you the kind of person that's just going to show up occasionally and be weird and mysterious, or can I like call you about weird stuff? I was chosen to show you who I am for the very specific reason of providing you guidance and assessing your character. So here's my cell phone number. She'll take the card or whatever, and is it just literally her number written on a piece of paper? Mm-hmm. Okay. And she'll put it right next to the typewritten... <laughs> That in black one in her wallet. Hey, um, if my Aunt Viv knew you and you know about the well, do you know about, uh, well, they're just men in black. I mean, do you know about the men in black? Sounds even more ridiculous somehow. The but, agents. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yes, we've encountered them before. Our, our interests do not usually align. They are far more interested in exploitation of supernatural or paranormal information for whoever it is that they serve. Hmm. They um they came to the trailer today and I set up a coffee meeting with them tomorrow and it just kind of seems like they want to look around the trailer kind of thing, you know? I'm sure that they do. Yeah. I mean, I got them to meet not there, so hopefully... I think that the best thing that you can do with them is to make them think that you are not knowledgeable in any way, shape, or form about anything that actually exists. Yeah, I mean, a week ago, that would have been really easy to do. Uh, okay. Sorry, it's a lot of processing. Understandable. I must say that overall, I am very, I think that Shrimpy's assessment of you has been accurate. Charlie. Yeah, why is he being such a weirdo about this? (laughs) Shrimpy is in a precarious situation. We have employed his services, but until we are able to suss out the nature of you and your friends, it is best to be careful in Hexed. Having met you, I feel more comfortable, especially knowing that Vivian spoke so highly of you. But I don't know the rest of your friends, or their particular agendas. And as such, it is better in Hexed to be guarded than to be caught flat-footed. Yeah, I mean, I can't really speak for them. They've got their own sort of stuff going on. I'm sure they've got some sort of similar weird history. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know either. Uh, I suppose that we will discover that together. I have enjoyed this talk. Is there any other question you would like to ask me before I take my leave? Yeah, I've got like a thousand, I think. Uh, I'm trying to decide how to prioritize. I suppose you want to know what happened last week. Yeah, that was going to be the next, because I guess you know that some of us lost 
sometime. I knew that you did. Oh, uh, yeah, so there's more than me. Shrimpy had indicated as much. He does try to maintain a certain level of discretion, but he did tell us, since you have no kin in town, that he had come by to check on you after your encounter with the donkey lady. And he found you suspended in a, I think he said, a floating envelope of black goo. Oh, yeah. Okay. So it's another one of those things where a couple hours ago I would have been like, wow, that sounds really weird. But now it kind of makes sense. Uh, Okay. So that's fun. Well, (laughs) I guess uh, I'm already being a little bit proactive about the black goo. So I feel like that's good. I'm super happy to be ending this meeting without, you know, being assassinated, which is good. It's just bad manners to kill someone over chips and salsa. You know, I keep telling people that, but <laughs> uh, no, I mean, so the only other thing maybe, um, I know in 1999, something happened at the dance. Can you, Is there anything else you can, should I do some kind of role? Yeah. Because <laughs> now I feel like we are beyond like average conversation things. I was kind of thinking investigate because it's. Manipulate is like on a 10 plus, they'll do it for the reason you gave them, which I'm not really asking her to do something. Yeah, investigate makes sense then. Okay. Yeah. Roll up my sleeves. <laughs> you got this, girl. Business time. Ooh. Oh, nailed it. Ooh. Nailed it to a very good degree. Investigate a mystery. So that's roll plus sharp. So that's 12. Okay. So on a 12 plus, you can ask me any question you want about the mystery, not just the list of Oh, ones. no. It's, remember last time it was, <laughs> it was really no, bad last time. we got some time. good yeah, stuff did, now that you on. Because I had the same thing with Delilah, and I was like, I don't know. Any question about the mystery? Okay. I think I kind of want to stick with the question I had, which is what happened in 1999, specifically. People got really weird about this Y2K thing. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. All these about computers that. crashed. <laughs> nope, Actually, not really. Nothing happened. <laughs> and nothing Zero happened. things happened. Ah, this is an alternate universe where something happened. She says there was a man who had plagued most of Hext's history. And he was very powerful magically. On the Harvest Moon in 1999, he was defeated by the most powerful member of our knitting circle. And in doing so, that released, unfortunately, a large amount of energy, which drew creatures to the place of the confrontation. More creatures than our most powerful member was able to keep away. Uh, It was not the creature's fault. Uh, The old ones had no control over that. It it literally... Do you remember hearing about the people who took bath salts in Florida? Mm, Yeah. What happened had that level of an effect on the old ones? The release of that much energy that had been contained in one being for so long. Sorry, when you say old ones... That's what we call the types of creatures that you came in contact with the other night. Uh. They've been here since before we were. They vary in type. They vary in ability. But that's what we call them because they are from before. So basically, when this guy was defeated, it kind of like unleashed some kind of bloodlust situation with the existing creatures who presumably i mean i guess it's not like they constantly murder people or anything it seems no we maintain a balance so that there is as little harm as is possible okay so do you think that that could happen uh, again there has yet to be a magic user or sorcerer or wizard or bruja of that caliber to have come through Hexed in a very long time. Uh, since, since him, we have made sure of that. 
So that particular situation, I don't think so. Something's going to happen. It is concerning that it is again on the harvest moon, which has in and of itself a certain level of power that it lends. So I will look into it and see what, what I can find. Okay, that seems like a good step for now. Thank you for the information. Thank you for not killing me. That's not my department. Intermittent lights shine through the thick foliage of the monte as Jimmy, Lenore, and Aaron push their way into the darkness. Further away, you can hear the calls of other hunters shouting warnings, shouting instructions. Eventually, you can no longer see the large lights from over the parking lot of the Presidio. The darkness is almost oppressive because of the closeness of all of the shrubs and the undergrowth. As your flashlights sort of scan through, you have a very limited range of vision. You can only see probably 30 feet ahead of you, maximum. Aaron makes his way through with the practice of someone who has been down these trails over and over again, at least through his his teenage years. And how would you two like to proceed, Jimmy and Lenore? I mean, we're supposed to be making a lot of noise, right? Anyway, Mm -hmm. sort of scare out the hogs. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, that's probably good. This is really noisy. Mm -hmm. I like to walk back with Lenore just like, 20 feet or so behind Aaron, just keeping him in sight with the flashlight still panning over to other parts. Just be like, this is weird, right? I don't know. I feel like this would be a bigger to-do. Yeah, I always thought like they had a barbecue and they drink a couple beers and like it'd be an event for the sheriff and all his buddies. Every time he talks about having a hog, huh? Well, maybe that happens afterward. I know. I mean, they're just there ain't a lot of us out here. It's not how I thought it would be. Yeah. You know what I thought was weird, guys? The fact that the sheriff ain't here at all. Wait, what? Well, I just saw Deputy Reynolds. Did no, you see he's the sheriff? Right. No, I saw Reynolds, but I didn't see Smith. I mean, I talked to him earlier today. Yeah, I, I did too. And he said Aaron could come to the hunt, and I said, see him there. Yeah, that is kind of weird. Um, Just... Stay, stay close to me, Jimmy, all right? Maybe yeah. he got sick. Maybe he caught what you had, Lenore. Seems no, unlikely. He didn't seem too bad when he was at my place earlier. I don't know. So why is he at mm. your place, Jimmy? I don't know. He had Did some... your mama call the cops on you? Uh, I think she would have gone straight to the National Guard at that point, but didn't uh, call yet, no. Um, Did she ever do a wellness check on you while oh. you were in college? She answered the phone fast enough on a Saturday morning. I, I don't want to talk about it. Um, <laughs> so uh, I don't know exactly why he was there. Uh-huh. Um, I just know that he and my pa got into one, you know, one of those quiet adult hush conversations where it seems like they're trying real hard not to be mad in front of other people. And that's about all I got from that. Um, huh. Well, I got something to tell you later that Aaron does not need to be present for. Yeah, he's got ears like a... Yeah, he's got big ears. That's not real nice to say about me, Jimmy. I'm nothing but nice to you. Yeah, you should apologize. That was uncalled for. (sighs) Sorry, Aaron. And since we're out here in nature and we're airing our grievances with each other, I gotta say, Lenore, I've been trying over and over again to make friends with you. Make you oh, feel welcome. We go. I just don't know why you you don't open up. All this ought to be fun. You know, I've been living in this town since before you went to high school. I know. And you just I don't need so- you to make me feel welcome. Well. I'll feel how I want to feel. <laughs> this ain't exactly a welcome in town. I don't know about that. I mean, I moved here not, you know, too long before you did. And it's been all right. Everybody's been pretty nice to me overall. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't had too many problems. Well, you're still alive. Well, yeah, there's that. I'm, I guess. I, I don't know. I, I just feel like 
if you look at the world positively, then, you know, like if you look for the good, you find the good. Uh-huh. You just remind me of my grandpa. Like he's just all angry and sour all the time. And I try to tell him he should just lighten up. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that works out real well. He's kind of a not very nice sometimes, but. So, Jimmy, you're following behind Aaron and you're kind of listening to him just kind of go on and on, going back and forth with Lenore. And it's like listening to Pollyanna and Daria having a conversation. And as you kind of are walking, you reach over and you you kind of feel your coin. And you look over to the side and you see what appears to be Tammy deeper in the monte. How far out are we talking? Like, I get a passing glimpse of her like 20 feet away walking through a brush or like she's like 10 feet next to me just. No, no. Passing glance like 30 feet away okay. walking through the brush. But you could swear that was her. Uh, Aaron, I need you to stop right there real quick. Lenore, with me. Uh, all right. Why? You see a hog? N- no. Smell it? I see something just. um. Can you, Aaron, can you just point your flashlight like straight up or something so we can come right back to you? I mean, I guess it's kind of against protocol to like go off on your own. We're not going out of sight, are we? What? We're not going out of, not, out of not sight? Not too far, no. Just about 30 feet or so. You know, just, just keep us in your flashlight. Yeah, hang on a second, Aaron, and we'll be right back, I guess. This okay. Great idea. Yeah, I swear. I don't like no, Jimmy? I swear to God that Tammy was walking through here. You know, and I know that Tammy is dead. Yeah, I know. And there's some. Okay. And here's the other thing I wanted to talk to you about and just keep Mr. Big Ears out of this. Earlier, I saw Jesse. Um, the one with that I, sweet Camaro? Yeah. Well, the formerly sweet Camaro. Um, <laughs> because that's the important part of that story. <laughs> Hey, she yes. brought it up. That was a sweet ride, and it was wrecked. <laughs> it did not have it coming. It was beautiful. <laughs> Don't worry, Ocho has the keys. So, oh no! Okay. Oh jeez. Oh, oh well. But yeah, I saw Jesse right behind the sheriff, and, and like other people, like flickering in and out of existence. Like, a, like I'm seeing things that probably aren't there for most people huh was it like you saw tammy way back before we killed the donkey lady except it wasn't like in a vision like kind of state or like in the mirror or anything she was over there walking through the brush anything like this ever happened to you before uh not till recently no that's okay well i guess just keep your eyes peeled and i don't want to go much further than this jimmy maybe we just wait and see if you see her again Okay, I'm just, I'm... Why don't you investigate a mystery? The, to whom? Me? Me. I don't know what I oh, got. Oh, should use the dice tray. Oh, what was it? It's a five. Oh, investigate a, I think I have... Sharp. Oh, yeah, it's a minus one, so that's a four. <laughs> Mark experience! Oh, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> I'm gonna level up. I'm so smart. So is that a hard move, I guess? You fall on your ass. Tammy stabs you. <laughs> <laughs> my betters (laughs) so you hear what sounds like chanting it sounds like it's far away but coming from the east and as you walk towards it you see that you are almost directly above the bridge leading to peg lake station do i get flashbacks of this chanting does this trigger a memory that's been repressed? I don't think I'm giving you anything cool okay, with this because cool. I'm going to do a hard move here. Mm. Lenore is kind of right behind you. Mm-hmm. And then you hear, Jimmy, Lenore, help! Hey, everybody. This is Bernetta, the keeper from All My Hexes. I wanted to tell you about a pretty cool event we have coming up at PAX South. Here in San Antonio, Texas, on the 18th and the 19th of January, I'm going to be running games that you can participate in. They're all going to be set in the world of Hexed, Texas. You will get to experience that world as a player. 
and also maybe even get some cool merch from the podcast. So if you're coming to Pack South, please swing on by. It'll be first come, first serve for the tables. And I'll be running games on Saturday at 6 p.m. and on Sunday the 19th at 11 a.m. I hope to see you all there. Thanks. Hey, friends, Nav here. Thanks for listening to All My Hexes. Our awesome keeper is Bernetta McFergus. Lenore Atchison is played by Jasmine McFergus. Charlie Larson is played by Sarah Lawrence. Jimmy Bagley is played by Tyler J. McMahon. And Alejandro Ochoa is played by yours truly, John Navarrete. Please subscribe, like, and share us with your friends. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Hext Podcast. That's H-E-X-T Podcast. Or email us at cast at hextpodcast.com. Join us again in two weeks. And remember, dig deeper. The truth starts six feet under.